Well, Rory, uh, not many people pictured what a, what a great start. What was the wash up from the coach and the players after that performance? Yeah, obviously very happy with the result. Um, tough game. Um, we stuck it out for two quarters with him. It was a tough first half, but um, we got our game going in the third and the fourth, and in the end ran over it pretty well and um, secured a really strong wing first up, and it you know sets the season up well and, and gives us a lot of confidence in what we've been practicing over the summer. One of the great things you've got, we were just talking before, um, is you've got Lever and Walker available. Decent selection headache for the coaches. Yeah, tough position for them to be in. Um, obviously, Tex is um, precautionary last week just to make sure he's 100% right. So I think he's ready to go this week. And, and Levy got his first game back and um, by all reports played well and, and got through it unscathed. So um, tough in the selection committee this week with um, how well everyone played this week. So um, I'll leave that to them. No doubt a healthy thing though to have. Yeah, healthy competitions, um, good competition within the side. Um, just a matter of everyone keep playing their role and um, doing their best for the team and, and keep getting wins. On the back of missing key personnel like that, do you think that makes it an even bigger statement coming out and winning the way that you did? Um, yeah, obviously, Tech's going down late uh, is a staple part of our team and gives us that marking option up forward and obviously really dangerous, but um, just shows that you know we've got the depth there. Um, we've got a lot of players that can roll through the half forward and the mid, and um, we had heaps of individual goal kickers, so it was good for them to hit the scoreboard and makes us look really dangerous up there and, and hard to match up on, so yeah, it was um, really encouraging. And for yourself personally, we were just obviously discussing it. Saw a lot of the footy, you must be delighted with your, your own start for the season. Yeah, not too bad to um, you know get the footy in my hands, but um, also just working on my defensive side of my game as well. Um, so work with that through the coaches, and um, yeah, obviously much more important to get the the win against a quality opposition though. What about your disposals, well, Rory? Because some of your foot skills and stuff are really good. Is that something you've been working with over the preseason? Yeah, I've I've had an emphasis on that for a couple of years now, just to make sure I keep my disposal efficiency up. So um, it's something that I work on, and yeah, I've obviously been working on other areas of my game as well. Obviously, the midfield functioned really well yesterday. Just talk a bit about you know the, the extra leg speed guys like Cameron and Miller, and obviously Rory Atkins provided as well with yesterday. Yeah, I think it was really even contribution through there, and it actually showed that we had a lot of depth of people rolling through there. Um, you just mentioned Wayne and Charlie on the outside there. Um, very clean players, um, very quick, can use the ball really well. Charlie was everywhere, he could have kicked five goals, he just couldn't kick his set shots. Um, and you've got Rory Atkins, who you know is really damaging on the outside player and really clean and gives us that outside drive and flair. And then you've got Richard Douglas that was looking great inside and you've got Sloney, you just know what he's going to do. So um, Curtly Hampton's pressure was great as well. So there was a lot of um, contribute contributors and um, yeah, it showed that we've got a good depth in there that can roll through it. Well, Andy, what about um, Charlie Cameron? I think Bill McLaughlin said the most exciting player for the weekend he thought was Charlie. How, how good can he be, do you think? Well, that's the thing with Charlie. You've seen over the last couple of years where he gets his 10 or 12 possessions, but he lights the game up. And now he's gone, he's had, you know, 24 and 8 clearances and he's really turned it on. And um, if it wasn't for his set shots the other, the other day, he would have, you know, kicked five and had 24. And um, he's just a, he can be a really dominant player and he can add that inside and outside flair to our game. And um, you saw him come off the back of a stoppage a couple of times and burst through and he really breaks the games open. So... Um, yeah, he can be a super damaging player. What's he done, Charlie? Is it, sorry, Lee, is it just his tank? Is he, has he improved his fitness? What's made him take that sort of next step again? Yeah, I think that's a big part of it. Um, coming through the summer, he's had a, a good summer. Um, and he's had that role of playing, you know, up through the midfield a bit and having that flexibility where he can go forward and he can come through the midfield as well. So I think that's probably what it's off the back of and just getting more time in there, he can, you know, see how it works and um, understand it a bit more. So, um, no, he started really well. Is it, is it a personality thing to, that uh, he's, 
Yeah, I think that's it too. Um, especially when you sort of go on the midfield and you don't know what exactly is going on. I think you worry a bit more about, you know, am I in the right spot? Am I doing this right? Am I, you know, setting up correctly? But now he's sort of just going there, he's playing, he knows what he's doing. Um, he's a lot fitter, he can cover the ground better and um, he's got a lot of confidence in himself and it shows that he can, you know, go out there and, and rip a game apart. No, I think he's fine. Yeah, I think it was just sort of a bit of a niggle, but um, throughout the game he looked great. You know, he he was fine for every mark. He he's a really hard matchup to to play on for opposition because he's so potent in the air, but he's also quick and uh, lateral leads, um, ground balls, etc. So um, yeah, no, I think he's fine. I think it was just sort of a bit of a niggle at the end of the game, and he sh should be right to go. He he head. So Troy went past and clipped him. He grabbed his head. So. Was it more of a concern that it was his foot or that it was his knock to the head? I'm not actually 100% sure on that. I think it was, I saw ice on him at the end of the game, but I think that was just precautionary. So he was, he was all right after Yeah, he was fine, yeah. He's, was yeah. he at recovery? You guys had a local recovery session this morning? Yeah, we had a, a recovery. Yeah, he was there. He was, he was fine, yeah, so. Um, How do you guys go on a little bit of recovery? Obviously, 33 degree heat yesterday, high humidity, the heat policy was enacted. How do you now back up ahead of the six-day turnaround in Melbourne against Hawks? Um, no, we'll just go through what we usually do. Um, each player knows what they have to do personally for a game and, and the PPT stuff will go through our protocol and what we do. Um, but it doesn't have an effect on us. We've been training that for a while now. Um, we'll go through our, our training this week and you know prepare the best we can this week. So um, I don't think it would be an issue. Did you lose any weight yesterday or a few kilos up yesterday? Oh, mate, I was sweating like nothing else. <laughs> right there. It was humid as anything, but... Um, now they speak to us about hydration and what we're going to put back into our bodies and make sure we get the right, you know, nutrition after the games too. So uh, I think all the players are aware of that. Did you see um, Eddie when he landed awkwardly early on in the game? Did, were you near that at all? No, I was um, other end of the ground. Have you seen the vision of it? Uh, no, I haven't. No. So uh, no. He, he goes for the mark, lands awkwardly, and straight away the ball's still in play, and Phil Davis goes over and instantly goes to check on him to make sure he's all right. It's not something you normally see in a game of footy where everyone's so focused on winning and losing. But yep. to see that sort of gesture of sportsmanship, I know Phil's obviously an old crow, but yeah. yeah, it's pretty good to see that sort of stuff. It is, yeah, it's good sportsmanship. And I know Phil personally as well, he's just a really nice guy, really caring. So, um, yeah, as you said, you don't usually see that on the footy field, especially from the opposition. So, uh, yeah, it was a great gesture for Phil to do that. Hawthorne's obviously starting after a pretty big upset loss in the weekend. Does that make them an even more dangerous uh, opposition heading into this weekend? Yeah, I think you've always got to respect Hawthorne. I think yeah, I haven't beaten them yet since since I've started playing. So, um, yeah, they're obviously a very dangerous side. Um, they obviously didn't get the result on the weekend, but you know what they bring every week. You've got the personnel there. You've got you know the experience there. Um, so we have to prepare the best we can this week because we know we're going up against another quality opposition. What's your role this year? Because it seems like the guys are very keen to get the ball in your hands. Are you just sort of floating between back and you just go in the midfield when, you, when you're feeling it? Yeah, so I obviously played a bit through the midfield um, in the JLT series. Um, so uh, it's more about position flexibility between, you know, I was switching with Richard Douglas through the through the JLT series and um, I'd play predominantly half back on the weekend, but um, it would probably be a bit of a mix of both. The podcast Faith on Trial looks into Hillsong, both in Australia and the U.S., and takes both the listener and hosts on unexpected twists and turns in the story of Brian Houston and the singing preachers. There are two incidents involving Pastor Brian. The Australian journalists uncovered a litany of alleged criminal behavior in the megachurch. Financial gifts were being given to the leaders of the church. Listen to Faith on Trial Hillsong ad-free on Crimex Plus. 
Plus on Apple Podcasts today or wherever you get your podcasts.